Hello, everybody. Welcome to Who is Kresnik? I am Joe Cabello, and this is a podcast where I interview um, different people who have an interest or expertise in a topic. Today, I interview and speak with Sasha Feiler, who is a comedy writer. She wrote on Robot Chicken, which uh, their newest season that she wrote on, I believe, is airing in November. And also, she hosts the podcast Shut Up, I Love It, where people are brought on to talk about something that's kind of generally reviled or hated to defend it. It's a really great podcast. I was, an ep- uh, was a guest on an episode um, way back when talking about Street Fighter, uh, so I highly recommend it. What I talked to Sasha about today are psychedelics, and it's a really amazing conversation about kind of the spiritual aspect of psychedelics, not so much like the party drug aspect. So there are several times I even got goosebumps talking to her, just recounting some of my experiences and hearing some of hers. Um, So this is going to be a really fun one. All right, thanks again for listening, and let's jump right into it. Please note, this is only a 10-minute snippet of the whole podcast. If you want access to the entire podcast, it only takes a dollar on my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Cabello. That's J-O-E-C-A-B-E-L-L-O. And you'll have access to that, some animated cartoons, and the comics that I'm writing, Robot Black Belt Champion. So go check it out, throw a dollar in the bin, and you get access to the entire podcast dresses up completely in his suit looking very dapper very fresh goes looks himself in the mirror and immediately just balls just starts yeah. crying it was an interesting what an interesting weird impulse to be like i have to wear a suit yeah and then to look at yourself and to cry and like as far as why he was crying is um that's so personal i don't even think he could describe no. it no it's, it's like some kind of pain that sits in your heart and some sadness that we all carry and some of us carry maybe in a bigger higher degree than others but it's like you find that release sometimes yeah, in a mushroom but experience. that's a very like i feel like that's a very mushroom oh. story like oh. and the rest of the it's night beautiful. went however but it's like yeah just the idea of like dressing yourself up and then kind of like dressing yourself down with these tears yeah. um yeah and uh i wanted to bring that up also some things i learned on mushrooms but then get some of your other experiences kind of the different Maybe if there's issues you faced, um, whether you knew you were going to get to those when you were, start before you took the mushrooms, or if it happened during. But one of the last times I took it um, was actually with a mutual friend, Big D, and another friend. And I remember um, we started having these circular conversations, the three of us. And then I was just like so interested that we kept playing these roles, and it was so clear it's like, um, not visually, but it's almost like all of a sudden one person looked like a triangle, one person looked like a square, and one person looked like a circle. Not like I was hallucinating that, but just like, no, we're at our base element. You just keep being a triangle. You just keep you? being a square. Um, well, in the shapes, that's just kind of me more conceptualizing mm-hmm. how I felt, but I remember... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It being one person was the heart, mm-hmm. so it was saying one person was the scientist. Pa- and Patrick. One, yeah, Patrick was the scientist. Um, the the girls with at the time that she was the mm-hmm. the heart, kind mm-hmm. of just like accepting everybody. Mm-hmm. And I forget what I was. It wasn't the scientist. It was something similar. I, I forget uh-huh. what it was. I had written the messenger or some. It's something like the connector, uh-huh. something who yeah. understands that's I, that's everybody. That's what I would. Yeah. Because uh, and we all had um, our roles to play. The scientist 
could never understand everybody because he was too inquisitive mm-hmm. about it um, and looking past us mm-hmm. almost. Me, I could understand everybody, but my problem was I would never be able to get them to understand. Mm-hmm. And then her problem was that she was enjoying everything but not seeing everybody for what mm-hmm. they were. And it was, I could see this. And then mm-hmm. as soon as I would let it go, we would fall back into that circle again okay. to where I had to get this big poster board okay. and start drawing it out because I needed them to understand. Oh my God. But I knew I would start to draw it and explain it. Then I'd be like, but no, I'm just being my yeah. role again. You guys can never understand. Right, right. I need to accept that you guys can't Communicator. understand. Communicator. Mm-hmm. And then being like, you need to understand that yeah. you, but I'm like, even the fact that I am trying to teach you what you need to understand is against what you are. Mm-hmm. Sure. A scientist doesn't need you to explain anything to him. Yeah. And, and it's the, my paradox is mm-hmm. that I'll never be able to. Mm-hmm. So, but that is your thing. Yeah. You know, there's such a thing as like, I, some something that comes closer close to my psychedelic experiences. Having taken a lot of classes with this man called um, Sam Christensen, who had passed in January of 2019 this year, but I've taken a lot of classes with him over the last year, which I found were the most psychedelic non psychedelic experiences that like were just taking classes with like actors but they were actually teaching you in the same level about you like as mushrooms would mm-hmm. i heard about him from uh harman town from dan harman being a huge fan oh, okay. of uh sam, sam christensen and sam christensen taught artists mostly actors but really any artists and some businessmen and women about um finding their thing and um something that they just like have without them without us like tr- like whether we want it or not we have that mythic assignment something that's just nature put in us and like wants us to follow mm-hmm. and and it comes with like sort of the at a hundred percent it's one thing but then like at a zero percent it's the opposite of that so it's almost like you have the full range of that experience mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's like when you fight against your thing you're actually achieving your thing right that's, that's interesting yeah that's probably the, that's yeah, that what i sense. found uh-huh. with that thing mm-hmm. is like the more i tried to fight it the more i played into it that's unwittingly cool. getting goosebumps yes that's cool because yeah exactly that's because his point was like you you cannot fight it because even if you fight it it's the nature put it in you and you're just doing the thing like yeah. no matter what exactly the nature of fighting it is yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, and then he taught a lot of other things around that and how people see you and how you use that how people see you in order to become better at your art and like sort of finding your voice or finding your je ne sais quoi or whatever you can refer to that but that it factor that makes people go like wow i like that person's art so he was really teaching people about that and actually um the last time i saw sam christensen was the evening when right before he died a few hours before he died oh wow yeah i was in his class um he recently turned 70 years old and he was about to like stop his he was a casting director on MASH, like it's crazy, and like mm-hmm. on Network, the, the movie. But he's 70 years old, and at this time he was ready to close his studio and move to, um, I want to say, uh, South Carolina, but I could be totally wrong, but it's an arts town, an artsy town on the East Coast that he was moving to. And and so it was like all coming to an end, but he didn't know, like we all don't know when his time to go. And so later that night he had a massive heart attack and he passed. And... But when I saw him, I had I did a monologue, and it was like a day or two after I did a very very intense 
solo mushroom trip at home. That was like my thing I did. Like after I finished my job on Robot Chicken last year in November, I did a very intense trip like a week later to like just restart my brain because I was so still in it and like yeah. I almost didn't want to say goodbye. And, was, like, and you got to push to a different, that's like a definite different era of your life yes. now when a job like that yes. finishes. Yes, yes. It was very big and, and I felt too connected to people in the room. Like I get like really close to like people like if we are doing like something creatively and so like i had to just like restart like my brain and be like it's fine like it was a good time moving on and i did a very intense trip then and the theme of that trip that trip because to me every trip has a theme it was mastery uh the mushrooms were teaching me that i can be a master of anything i want to do and writing was my thing that i was questioning at the time Mm -hmm. and so Mastery was something that I learned about sort of all the extent of what mastery is through that trip and what uh, the questions one might have about how to become a master or what does that, what is the burden that comes with it and also um, how to, you know, just remind yourself that just by being a human being and working towards what's right, you are becoming a master. Plainly put, but that's something I experienced. So then in January... I had a very intense experience where the theme of the trip was arrogance. Um, somehow, because of the mastery, I learned so much that I was a master mm. that it almost like raised the issue that I already have, which arrogance is like sort of one of my uh, tragic flaws. And so, arrogance became, and I took so many mushrooms, like I took so many mushrooms on like an empty stomach as part of a smoothie. And like after doing like a hot yoga, so I must have been dehydrated, and like it hit me so hard. And it was like the, by far the most insane experience I've had. So for hours, I was in a different plane, playing God with like gods who created a bunch of universes, not just ours. And they were just like blowing them up and like creating new ones in a very like distant, cold, non-human way. Like sort of like who like to us, I mean like to us, we're like not even ants. To us, we're just like dust that doesn't matter and so yeah they're not destroying the worlds with the implication of oh i'm destroying thousands or billions of lives they're just doing they're just walking through like the air and like those things happening around them because they're so powerful but they're so cold and distance and and distant and they're living a different you know completely plain that non-human and so i experience what it's like being a god like literally i know i am not kidding what i'm saying I've experienced what it's like being a god in that form of arrogance that... Because there's nothing more arrogant than thinking of yourself as a god who creates universes and blows them up. And I lived that. And I found myself on the bathroom floor, like, just wanting to snap back and praying that I will be able to come back. Because I realized that I had asked my arrogance to brought me too far. And I I went to the place that no human should go. Like, it was literally like... Okay, do you want to see what it's like being so fucking good that you think you are? Here it is. Yeah, and it's so cold, it's lonely. It's cold, it's, it's lonely. distracting. There's no one else. There's beings that, you know, there's no such thing as love and, you know, immortality. It's they've always been there. They've always be there. And it's very blue, dark blue, purple. And so purple became like a weird color that I was like afraid of for like a few days afterwards. And and so like I kind of came back and then all of a sudden there was like, you know, the, the sun was setting and whatever and... And so there was this gold, warm, uh, golden warm light, uh, California light, uh, shining on the bushes, like green trees outside. And I was in the bed with my dog, who 
was going through a lot just by being next to me, just having... You were, yeah, he's sensing something. He's just going through fucking the same shit. He's like, dude, she's going through a lot. So, but I was looking at his golden light and I, you know, like the mushroom love, which is the energy of the mother, the earth mother, who is taking care of humanity and looking over us. That energy healed me and told me that everything is okay and the only answer to life is love. And, um, and that's what I brought back. So, you know, like, this is what it's like being arrogant when the answer to your own arrogance, which you may have no control over because it's how you were born or, you know, something you fight every day or whatever it is, is really love. And it was like fucking insane. Like, so that experience I brought back and based on that experience, I think it was like a day later, I had that class with Sam Christensen, the very last class he ever taught because he had died from a massive heart attack a couple hours later. That was it. That's all you get. But for one buck, you can get access to all the podcasts, all the videos, and everything through my Patreon. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash $1 gets you everything, and you'll also be supporting me, which is pretty awesome of you. Alright, thank you.